Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is actually Daf Chaf. We are re-recording Daf Chaf due to the fact that the last recording was lost. It seems like we're supposed to do this one again. It says we're starting on the top of on the bottom of Yutet Amud Bet, and we're saying the following: Amar of Ashi Zot Omeret Azara Rishut Harabim we are saying over here that the Beit HaMikdash must have been in Rishut Rabim. We have a safek to Ma'ab Rishut Rabim. And therefore we have a safek to Ma'ab Rishut Rabim. We have a safek to Ma'ab Rishut Rabim. Whenever we have a safek to Ma'ab Rishut Rabim, we always rule leniently in that situation. It sounds like Ha'ab Rishut Echid. Sfekot Ha'ab. Do you mean to tell, imply that had it been Rishut Echid, it would have been Ta'ab? Mechti. Hai Machat. This case of the Machat that was found, the Ta'ab needle, Whatever case we figured it out, it was there was the machloket before, but a tamer needle that was found in the meat of an animal being slaughtered is devar she'en bodat l'shol. It is something that cannot be asked, meaning that it is not a human that could be asked, but rather it's something that's in bodat l'shol. And the rule is cholor she'en bodat l'shol ben b'shul be ben b'shul deyachid sifekot tahor. Either way, it's tahor. Shouldn't have a sifek to ba'ba b'dei adam because that's sifek to ba'ba that comes. To a person, where um, it says no, it's affected Adam, and therefore, since there was a man who was dealing with it, therefore it's something which is affected because you can't ask it. Which means it's a problem. You don't say it's automatically mutar. Since there's a person involved with it, it's Devar Sheyesh Lodat Lashol, and therefore it doesn't get that special heter of Devar Sheyesh Lodat Lashol, because there was a person dealing with it, there was a guy involved with the Machat. We mentioned the Mishnah that the Basar of the animal is Tameh. How could the animal, how could the meat of the animal be Tameh? In general, all meat or all all food products need to be it kashar, which means they have to be made susceptible to ma by usually by water pouring on it. And here, the meat that's in the bet hamikdash is technically not it kashar because no water fell on it. If you want to say that maybe the blood that dripped on it after the slaughtering, which means that after the slaughtering and you catch the blood and you sprinkle on this back, the rest of the blood is going to drip on the meat, which is, and blood is one of the seven liquids, which could be mitkasher. How do we know that the bloods of a korban is not machshir shenimad? It says about the bad blood that you're not allowed to eat, but you have to pour it like water on the ground. Now, when we compare it to water, we're learning that dam is like water. But which dam is like water? Only blood that you can pour on the floor like water is machshir. So if you can't spill it on the floor, so then it cannot be, it cannot make it tameh. It cannot make it susceptible to tumah. 
advantage of Mashkin Bet Matbachaya. Maybe we'll assume that it got with the with the liquids of the Bet Matbachaya. But we know that the liquids of the Bet Matbachaya is also not Machshir. Because, how do we know? Because it says, sure. Not only are they tahor themselves, they don't even work to machshir other things. So Gemara says, oh, well, there's another way you can machshir it. The word, the, normally the reason why we do hachshara is because when, until you rinse something off, we assume that it's not fit enough to get tabeh. It's not ready enough to get tabeh. But, there's a, there's a concept that in the Beit HaMikdash, being that we love the Beit HaMikdash so much, our love of the Beit HaMikdash makes it that the things become, things in the Beit HaMikdash become it kashar even without water. Tomorrow is presuming now. If you're trying to tell me that the reason why this Ketameh is because it kashar Kodesh, it got made ready to get Tameh from the fact that it's in the Beit HaMikdash and we love the Beit HaMikdash so much. When do we say that that the love of the makes it makes it shayach to get tameh live sule gufe? That's only to make it itself tameh. But to count a rishon letuma off that make it tameh to make a rishon letuma or sheni or sheni. No. We don't know that. If so, if we did, if short the buyer of Shakish, if we did know that that it can go so far as to make these other things tamer, then we would be able to answer Shakish's question. The buyer of Shakish as If you have a piece of a korban mincha that did not get oil on it, it's a lump, a hard lump. If short, we should assume. I'm sorry. Rish wanted to know, can it be a shini or rishon to tumah? And if you say chibat hakodesh is automatic to machshir, so this should be machshir also, and it should become rishon or shini. So why would Rish Lakish not know the answer if this is so obvious? Amar Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, kigon shahita parashel zivcheshlamim. This was the para of a shalamim. Now, the shalamim sacrifice, people often wash the animal while it's alive before they sacrifice it in order to be able to have an easier time to get off the skin. If the animal drinks a lot beforehand, the skin comes off easily. So they should clean the skin by going through a river with the, with the animal. Take the animal through a river beforehand, that cleans off the skin. So therefore, often, the animals will come into the Beit HaMikdash for slaughtering, dripping wet from having walked through a river to clean it. And when they slaughtered it, it was the, the the fur of the animal was still wet, and therefore that wetness was machshirit, and that's what we're talking about. Back to the Mishnah, we said that if you found the machad beperish, if you found it in the number two of the animal, hakol tahor, we said that the whole animal is tahor. Usually, when it comes to a cow, the number two of the cow is usually liquid, and therefore the liquid, being that it's a liquid, should be tameh, and the machat should make the liquid tameh, we should make the animal tameh. Why do we say that everything is tahor, if everything should really be tameh? That the liquid can make a tameh? 
We're talking about very thick number two, which is unusual for a cow. And that's why it's different. It could even be the normal loose stool of a cow. Since it's, it's a smelly liquid, therefore the smelly liquid is not fit to be called a liquid and it doesn't mean, become big time other things. Okay? Tani, Tana Kameh, Rav Sheshit. The Tana said in front of Rav Sheshit, a Tana is that Amonah in charge of Brighton. He said in front of Rav Sheshit, Sheshit with a man at a mashkin. A Sheshit can make a mashkin Tameh, or mashkin with a man at a keli, and mashkin can make a keli to be a but with a man at a ochin, and keli can make ochil Tameh, and ochil with a man at a mashkin, and ochil make mashkin Tameh. Because of this, we learned that there's at least three level. There's three levels of tumah by the sheretz. Whereas says, "What do you mean three? Hani arba? You had a you had a liquid, which was the keli, and the keli went to the ochel, and the ochel went to the liquid again. That's that's three transmissions from an av getting to the ve. Why do you say it's only three? Take away, you're right, it should be only three, and therefore add only, take away the mashkin, the resha, start with the keli, the keli to the food, and the food to the mashka. That's all it should be. Why don't you take away the mashkin at the end, say it starts with mashka, and then go to keli, and then ochel. If so, then you're saying that Mashke is to make Kelly. No Tara ever says that. Only Buddha is the only rabbi who ever said that Mashke could be Matameh Kelly. And even Yehuda backtracked. He took back his words. And therefore, it doesn't make sense to say that you leave the, the Mashke in the Reishi, you must take off the Mashke in the Sefer. And the verse is and the way to remember which one to take off, the ratio of the seifa, is beer, nezita. Why? Because in beer, in the production of beer, it's normal to start off with a keli first. Then you put ochil, which is the hops and the, and the barley, and then you put the liquid in. Therefore, same thing over here, should start off with keli, and then go on to ochil and liquid. And therefore you take off the first one. We learned the Mishnah over there. If you find the sheretz in a oven with bread, if you find the sheretz in the tanur, the bread that's in it is a secondary tuba. Because tanur is is a aviavot is a avot a tuba, and this makes. No, I'm sorry, the Tanur is a Rishon. I got to tell my first Amar of Adabar Abba, the Rav, Medechsi, the High Tanur, Keman, the Malima, Tumat, yeah. Why don't we say that the case was that normally when whenever the oven of clay gets Tabeh, we look as if it's full of Tumat, and if so, then you could say that the bread which is in the oven is a Rishon. Why? Because the oven is full of tumah. Amaleh, lo sakadai, don't think like that. Tanya, chol ye kalin, vitamim, avir klechas. You might have thunk that kalin could get tamay from the airspace of a klechas. It's not so.
Kalimar comes to teach you, Kol Hashem B'Tocho Yitmah. It says, everything that's in it will get Tameh. V'samich Me'em Mikol HaOchel. And right next to it says, Mikol HaOchel. Ochel Metmah Ma'avir Klicheres. That teaches you that Ochel can be Tameh from the air of Klicheres. Ve'en Kolim Metamim Ma'avir Klicheres. But Kelim cannot be Tameh instead of Klicheres. And if you would say that the whole thing was full of Tumah, then then a keli should be tameh because it's touching something tameh. Obviously, we don't say that the whole thing's full, and that's why it's only sheni the tumah and not any shon tumah. Says the Gemara, Rav Chista Rami Pischa a Pischa Umeshani. Rav Chista would ask a question from Pesach on Pesach and answer it. Me Amar Rishua Shteinka Achat. Did Rishua really say both of them together? That you can burn both of them together? I'll show you that he wouldn't say that he could burn the, both types of things together. Amar Biosi and says you can't compare the two things. We ask you a question when the Mishnah says was comparing things. Where are we trying to learn this law from? Meaning the law that you're allowed to burn, chametz tiluya, which is chametz that you're not sure. If you're not sure, it's tamer. Together with, together with tahor. How do we know that? If you want to learn it from the first law. Which is the first case where you're allowed to burn meat with from a Rishon to a Shini. That's not a good comparison. Over there, they're both Tameh. If it's the second case from a Rikiva where you're allowed to burn the two. The two um, you let it burn the two types of oils together, even though one's a tful yom and one's tamemet. At least they're both pasul there. You're not taking anything tahor. Maybe Eliyahu will come and say that the Tahor was Tahor, and therefore you're being Metameh when you burn it together. The 14th of Nisan falls on Shabbat. You could get rid of everything before Shabbat, and you could burn it. and therefore 
So isn't our Mishnah, our Mishnah is Rabbi Yossi? So the says, no. How can Rabbi Yossi say, I feel Rabbi Shimon. Even according to Rabbi Shimon, Valibri Bishua, the Mekel, key Mekel with Tuliyah with Me'ah. He only allows Tuliyah and Me'ah. But Tuliyah with Me'ah, he never allow Tuliyah and Me'ah at all. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yossi Berchanina, Rami Tiruma Pischa Umashani. Rabbi Yossi Berchanina asks a question from Truma on Pesach, and he answers, Mi Amr Bishua, Shtem Kachat. Bishua allowed both of them together. When you mean we ask the question of Chavit, too much no longer about Safek Tumah. If you have a Chavit Tumah that has a Safek Tumah on it, if it's in a place where it is Tumah, you should put it in a place where it won't get Tameh. If it's exposed, because then you should cover it. If Shua says the opposite, if it was in a hardened place, you should put it in an open place. If it was Covered, it was covered. You could uncover. You could allow it to cause teruma. Grama in. You see from here that you're allowed to do only a grama. Be a daim low, but you're not allowed to do it be a daim. So how come in Amishnah you're allowed to do it be a daim straight? Umashani harib shimon aliba dushua harib yosi dushua. The answer to the question is that there's two opinions of Yeshua. One of Yeshua is allow when, when two different rabbis argue what Rabbi opinion one says Rabbi opinion is that you're allowed to do a biyadayim and the other says you're only allowed to do a grama says Rami Chumah ask the question of Chumah Chumah and he answers me I'm Rabbi grama in biyadayim does Rabbi really say that you only do it but as a grama you can't do biyadayim if you ask a contradiction it says if you have a barrel Chumah we had this case before that broke in the upper Got and therefore it's about to come slow dripping out. Vitachteachulin to me and down, down on the on the lower got where it's coming to is chulin to me and if the, as the water drips in you're going to ruin the truma because the truma is going to tameh and you're not going to be able to use tameh truma where you were allowed to use chumet, the the to me and on the bottom now you're not going to be able to use either of them. He admits that you if you're able to save a revi'it with Tahoda, you should save it, which means if you have a vessel to catch the liquid before it goes in, which could save at least the eat of Tahoda, even though in the beginning you're not going to be able to get there. There could be a whole barrel full of stuff there, a sa'ah, let's say. And you're only going to save a eat the last of eat, And the first part is going to drip down, can get completely lost and unusable, and you're also not going to lose the bottom, still you should save it. And if you can't save even a beat, you can only save one ounce, not three ounces. Let it go down. Still don't save it at all. Don't let it, we won't let you catch it in a Tameh vessel, which would allow the bottom to be okay. Right? Because we're not going to let you be Because if you catch it with a vessel, then you are actively making it Tameh. Whereas if it falls, it's falling on its own. Yeshua says that you could actually make Tameh with Yad. <coughs> and we answer Shani Atam the Ikav said Chulin. Over there, the reason why it's different is because over there you're losing Chulin, which means that since there's wine on the bottom that's Chulin and it's Tameh, and you were allowed to use Tameh Chulin beforehand, and now the Chuma drips in, you're going to lose it. That's why we're allowed to do it by a dime, but otherwise we don't let. Also, in our Mishnah, we should allow it because in our Mishnah. <coughs> We're making you do two separate fires, one for Tilia and one for Demah. And that causes using double the wood. And if you're using double the wood, it's also, I've said, what's the difference if I'm losing wine or losing wood? 
The rabbis are worried about a big loss. Losing wine, chulin, is a loss. Losing wood is not such a big loss. And the rabbis don't worry about that. How do we know the rabbis make a difference between a loss of someone's a lot of money and that and a loss of a little money that they don't care? Tanya, we learned. <coughs> we have the same case that we had before, but the, this time it's oil. And the oil is dripping in Gam Tamer. Over there, everyone agrees that you can only say Bataran, you can never grab any of it in a Kelly. So you see what's the difference. So, how does the teachers anything? Why actually, why over here does not everyone agree? How come we don't say? That you should never. How come over here we say you can never do it by hand? You can never catch it in a, in a vessel that's mitamer by hand. Says the Gemara, "Ma'ish nashim and dirat uladik." Yeah, and I mean, this is saying, "Why is shemen different than wine?" Must be because shemen is that uladik. You're able to light it. You're allowed to light tumatimea because you're not having anaa directly from me, only from the from the light, and therefore <coughs> the shemen. We are not going to let you get tamer because even we're not going to let you catch it and be tamer get dime because even if it drips, you still have a use you could do with you could light it. But so the Gemara says, and it sounds like wine. The Gemara sound is implying that wine has no use once it gets tamer. Gemara says, what do you mean? Wine also has a use. Wine is similar to shemen because yain Wine can be used as an air freshener. People used to spread wine around the room and it would give the room a nice smell. And if is not worth anything, it's worth more than drinking water. You're right. We're talking here about a case where the wine was new and it's not good for sprinkling. So what if it's new? You can leave it to, to let it get old. If we leave, if we let you leave the wine to get old while it's tamer, we're afraid that someone could go drink from it during the time while it's waiting to get old. It's aging, and that will cause the trouble. So why do we let you save the shemen? Why are we letting you save the shemen? That you can use the shemen to light. Maybe a takala will come. Mars says, you're right. We wouldn't let you save the shemen. We let you leave it in a in a yucky keli, and therefore. In a yucky kill, you'll never drink it, you'll put it on the salad, you'll only light it, which is allowed. So then why don't we do that for wine? Why don't we leave the wine also in a klimaus? Since you need to use it for air freshener, no one's going to put it in a klimaus. And therefore, the fact that we don't let you do it shows that we care about a big loss and we don't care about a small loss. So in the case of the shemen, where it's only a small loss. There we tell you, take the loss and let it get tameh. And wine, where it's a bigger loss, because you can't use it for ziluf, because you can't store it, that's when we tell you that it's okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, Amen. We're stopping the word with the Kalatzbah.